0: To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I love Disney. I love walking into the park and going through the tunnel and feeling the magic wash over me. You all know what I'm talking about. I love the smells, the sights, the sounds, and the overwhelming nostalgic feeling I get every time I'm there. I guess you could say I'm a proud Disney adult. Every week, I'll chat about ways to make your next Disney vacation the best it can be, I'll talk to Imagineers who have made dreams become reality, and I'll shed light on all of the ways the Disney company has risked it all to get to where they are today. I firmly believe that dreams do come true by working hard, never giving up, and of course, wishing upon a star. So let's sit down on a bench, look to our left at Walt's lamp in the window, and become proud Disney adults. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Olivia. I'm your proud Disney adult. Um, Today we have a very special guest special occasion. Um, I have my first guest ever for the Proud Disney Adult Podcast. Um, It is my boyfriend Arturo, who I have talked about. Um, I somehow tricked him into being on the show. Um, I Unfortunately, we're not like all of those other really fun Disney podcasts where like the husband and wife are equally obsessed with Disney and that's all they can talk about and they rearrange their whole life and move to the same state as a park just to be able to go all the time. Uh, no, that's my dream, Um, but no. So, so Arturo um, is coming onto the show today, and the topic is going to be about taking somebody to Disneyland that might not necessarily be a Disney person. Now, he's not anti-Disney or anything like that. It's just not his priority. He never grew up going. Um, He never went until we started dating when we were like 20. So 10 years ago, I think we went when we were like 21 or 22. Um, so yeah, he just has like a different perspective on Disney. Um, he loves what he does. He loves his job and all the things. So it's really hard for him to take time off work, but he goes for me and he definitely has a really good time when he is there. He just really likes his life. And so sometimes it's hard for him to take breaks. So I knew he would be a good person to bring onto the show because he has a really good perspective on going to the parks as somebody who has never really gone um, growing up, has no nostalgic connection, um, and isn't necessarily like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the next time we go to Disneyland. Um, And so I really wanted to do this because I think a lot of things I have seen, on Facebook groups or anything else is people going like, hey, I want to take my boyfriend or I want to take my dad or my friend and they think Disneyland is dumb or they don't want to go or they think it's going to be lame or whatever it is. So I hope this is going to be part one of many of just talking about what it is like to go to the park with people that maybe haven't have gone. And I f- think there are varying degrees of that. Like there are the people that are actually just super negative and not really fun <laughs> to go anywhere with, which I would say probably just go- don't go to Disneyland with them to be honest. Um but then there's like the other side of people that have just never really gone. They don't get it. They just think it's kind of like a Six Flags theme park situation with like bad food and it's overpriced. Um so I think there are definite ways to um yeah, like change the perspective of the person you're going with. And on today's show, he gives some really helpful tips, mainly geared towards uh, like if you're dating somebody, so whether you boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, and yeah, he gives some helpful advice of like things to do, things to not do. And then I also jump in there, of course, with um, some ways I feel like helped the situation with bringing Arturo, um, especially the first times looking back, the mistakes we made. And that goes from, you know, all different angles of where we stayed, what we spent money on, etc. So, yeah, it was a really fun discussion and it was great to have him on the show. And of course, I think he'll be back many times um, because it is kind of fun to talk about Disney with somebody who isn't necessarily like a super strong Disney person because like other people I'm going to have on the show are obviously going to be Disney people. Um, but he kind of brings like some fresh eyes to it, you know, because as PDAs ourselves, proud Disney adults, I think it's easy to get kind of caught in the weeds or maybe like be in a little bubble of Disney without understanding that there are people who don't necessarily like Disney. So it's like good to hear their perspective. Um, but, but before we get into that, let's get down to the Disney news of the week. So we've got quite a few things going on this week. Um, I suspected this would happen. It was kind of slowed down for the end of the year. And then, man, Bob Iger is making changes. It's funny because in one of the articles, Josh D'Amaro is like, this isn't just because of new leadership. I talk to people face-to-face in the parks. So that's why we're changing things. And it's like, yeah, Josh, that might be true. Um, But I think we all know that Bob... um, Mr. Bob is trying to find a way to make things better for people. So, you know, don't get too excited. These are not revolutionary, but they are definitely steps in the right direction, um, which makes things very exciting for Disney fans. I'll start off with one that doesn't affect us over here on the West Coast, but we finally have a date for Tron opening up in Disney World. Uh, I know, guys. I wish it was coming to Disneyland. I mean, I can never really see that happening unless we listen to my Unpopular Opinions episode and everybody else who says it's time for a remodel in Tomorrowland. So maybe, just maybe, we could get a Tron in a new Tomorrowland. It's just hard because there's just so little space. <laughs> but I think they could do it. If they got rid of some stuff, they could do it. But then again, with like the way things have been going, we wouldn't get it to like 2030. But hey, like I'll still take it. Um, But that is opening up in April, I believe April 4th. Um, okay. So some other news as far as just like attendance and everything like that. So park hopping. So we officially are going to be able to park hop starting at 11 a.m. instead of 1 p.m. And that's going to be on February 4th. So starting February 4th. So if you're planning to go for the 100 years and you're going into February, that's a really good time. Personally, I don't really know, like I feel like if I'm going, I'm kind of going for half the day at each park, so I don't really know how much that's going to impact me specifically Um, or other people. It's kind of like, well, hey, if we're already going to go to Disney or California Adventure, we're probably going to go for a decent amount of time and then we're going to switch over. But it is nice, especially if you do have an annual pass or you live in California and you're going to Disneyland all the time. That gives you more of an opportunity to experience both parks, which I think is great. Um so also starting on February 4th for people that are staying um in a resort so the I, I guess it's it's not Paradise Pier, the Pixar Hotel, um, the Disneyland Hotel, or Grand Californian Hotel, you will get a complimentary Disney photo pass um, on attractions. And that's also, again, starting on February 4th. So it looks like they're kind of just trying to sweeten the deal for people. I will say one of the things that is nice about Genie Plus is that you do get those photos. I mean, we all just put our phones up and take a photo of the photo, um, but that is really nice to have that. So, if you're paying, you know, an entire arm and leg to stay in one of the hotels, then it'll be great for you guys to get free photos as well. Um, the So, for the 100 years, uh, starting on January 27th, um, we are obviously looking at Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway opening. Um, and we also have a new Sleeping Beauty's castle. So, the castle has platinum decorations for the Disney 100 um, with new fountains and everything. It looks very pretty. Just go on and Google it um, because it is very cute. Um, Disneyland is also increasing the number of days that guests can visit at its cheapest price. So, the cheapest price for... Um, one park admission days is $104 and um apparently Josh DiAmaro says in the in the coming year there's going to be another 2 months worth of dates that you will be able to go um because there were a lot of blackout dates for that cheapest for the cheapest price. So I think they're again trying to sweeten the deal and make it easier for people that are going just for one day, which again is nice if you live in California. This doesn't really apply to people like me or people that are kind of coming and doing more of a vacation. Um, But that's really awesome. I mean, if you're just kind of in California anyway, and you're just doing like a one-off, one-park day, um, you will have a lot more options as far as dates go. So yeah, it looks like they are going to just be making it way easier to be able to go. Typically they were paying 179 um for more of those dates. So that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good price um, to change that, especially for opening up more dates. Um lots of things are changing in downtown Disney. So um the Earl of Sandwich will have a pop-up sandwich shop. That was a favorite. I've actually never eaten there, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Everybody loved it. The Earl of Sandwich Sandwich will be going where the former La Brea bakery location was. Um and it will eventually be demolished to make way for a new New Porto's bakery. Um, but for now, we are getting a pop-up Earl of Sandwich. So that's very exciting. Um, I'll have to try it next time I'm there. Um, we also have some new desserts. Um, even though we are not getting the 100 years for a few more weeks, we've got a lemon tea cake at Jolly Holiday Bakery. It's, uh, at $6.99 and it looks so good. I am a sucker for anything lemon. Like I feel like I can taste it in my mouth right now and I want it. Um, and it looks very cute. It has a little hundred, you know sign on it so that's very fun so if you are going again for the 100 years make sure and grab that um Disneyland also confirmed that they will be having more sales for the magic key passes um from time to time in 2023 you know I think they uh sold out very quickly I have toyed with the idea of getting them depending I feel like for me this year it's going to be like how many times have we gone this year and then after that point I think it'll be like you know it pays its off pretty quickly once you go. I think probably three times, um, but again, I'm I am not just a quick drive there. So we'll see. But that's very exciting for everybody who has been wanting to do that. Um, another thing that is very exciting is that they announced that there will be another there will be a race weekend so we are going to have a run disney event um it's not till 2024 so january 11th so a full year from now um but there is going to be a 5k and 10k half marathon um and i'm sure We are going to be talking about this a lot over the next year, so I'm only going to dip in and dip out of this. Um, I have always wanted to do a run Disney event. I've wanted to do the one in Florida. Obviously, I'm on the opposite coast than that, so... This looks very exciting and I am contemplating doing it. Um, I honestly think even just the 5k would be so fun. Like being able to run through the park I think would be great. And it's a full year from now. I, I believe registration doesn't even start till November. So if you've ever want, wanted to do a run Disney event, this gives you a lot of time to think about it, train for it, prep for it. Um, and I think that would just be so fun. So. It's very exciting. Um, we also will be getting um, the long-awaited Return of Magic Happens Parade. Um, I'm not a huge parade watcher when I'm there, so I can't even tell you which one this is, but I know it's very popular. Um, and that is coming on February 24th. So looks like a lot of things are happening in February and March, which makes sense because I was looking at rooms in the Disneyland Hotel to potentially go in March for my 30th birthday. I know I've been teasing that I want to be doing that a lot more teasing Arturo to say that he needs to take me. Um, But I was looking at the Disneyland hotel and there's virtually nothing left except for like $700 a night, which, um, excuse me. So that definitely staying there is not going to happen. But now I'm kind of like, gosh, is going in February and March going to be so busy? I feel like it's going to be so busy But I kind of feel like also if you go into it with the right mindset, it can still be okay. That just seems so overwhelming um, because so many things are happening, but also like kind of fun. Um, The last bit of things will be closures. Uh, Again, pretty much all the same as last week. Um, Again, Indiana Jones... It already closed January 9th, so yesterday as of today's recording, and it's not opening until early spring, so hoping that long refurb will be good for the ride. Um, and a bunch of other closures. Again, we've talked about every single week. We've got Grizzly River run down. Finally, all of the Christmas overlays will be coming down, so we're kind of getting back to it. Splash Mountain will be closing all the things. Um but you can go on and look at all of those refurbishments um or you can just listen to last week's episode. Um and then the last thing is in downtown Disney, um they are re uh, refurbishing the Jazz Kitchen and that is going to be uh renamed to Jazz Kitchen Coastal Grill and Patio. So we don't have a date for that reopening yet, but if you did like Roth Brennan's Jazz Kitchen Kitchen, that is closed. Woo! so much news. Um, I can't believe all the things that are happening. Again, um, today's episode, very fun, it, we get right into it. Um, we do make a lot of jokes. So, you know, uh, be lighthearted in this episode and take everything Arturo says with a grain of salt. Because like I said, he is not a PDA like um, a lot of you guys listening. He's very realistic about what it looks like to be um, in the presence of a major Disney fan and doing life with somebody who loves Disney. So if you have somebody like that in your life, this episode is for you. So let's start some magic with Arturo. Arturo. Um, okay, so you're my first uh, guest of the Proud Disney Adult podcast.
1: And so happy to be here.
0: And for everyone that doesn't know because the show is new, um, this is Arturo Mendez. It's Arturo. He is my partner.
1: <laughs> Boyfriend. We're only we're only dating at the moment
0: i know i just feel like boyfriend sounds so like we've been together for three months but we've been together for almost we've been together for almost 10 years
1: anything can happen what does that mean it means we're dating and tomorrow maybe we could not be dating
0: this is not my other podcast this is a disney podcast oh
1: this isn't the salt and pepper no okay
0: (laughs) so not anything can happen
1: No, no, no. Only happy things.
0: Okay, whatever. I was just saying when you say boyfriend, it sounds like you've been dating somebody for two months. But when you say... So? But partner sounds better to me because we've been together for like a decade. It's cringy. (sighs) Am I going to regret having you on this podcast? Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. So one thing that my hope is for this podcast is to... Give a lot of value to people and give like tangible takeaways for them.
1: Which you're the perfect person for that.
0: Thank you. Because
1: you're actually obsessed. Everyone thinks they're obsessed with Disney, but Olivia is actually obsessed with Disney.
0: I would like to say that I have a healthy obsession with it. So one thing that you can attest to is that I don't, I'm not the type of Disney person that like has a ton of souvenirs or buys all the merch or like has things all throughout my house so it's more of Correct. like a quiet obsession um i'm like the serial killer of disney obsessed people like it's nobody like really education, knows
1: education knowledge tips and tricks um yeah it's like loc- You're like the fbi of, of yeah
0: disney. i like that's actually really funny merch i really like that maybe we can find an acronym for fbi you know those dumb shirts that people wear that say like female body <laughs> inspector and it's fbi but we'll do something different that's more like pg
1: right like fun fun, fun. boss
0: f- ew no f- uh what's like
1: fun bambi
0: okay fun bambi, bambi.
1: incorporated
0: we're going to work on that. And okay, revisit it. Okay, I like it. it. Um, so you know my obsession with Disney goes back a long time.
1: 2006.
0: Um, probably sooner than that, probably more like 2000, probably like 2000 One. when 2001. I was Okay, when I went to Disneyland. And when you and I started dating, I would talk to you about Disney stuff. So, really quick cuz I'm tangenting like I normally do cuz I'm usually ta- I'm usually talking to myself. <laughs> and what so? What I really wanted to talk to you about today is the fact that you are not a proud Disney adult, and that's okay. Nor will I ever be. It's surprising we're still together. Um, like he said, anything can happen, <laughs> and we are. <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> um. So, okay, you're like distracting me. So, with that being said, Wait,
1: are we still doing the Disney podcast or this? The still the Disney podcast. Okay, let's
0: go. Um. The one thing that I hear a lot from other podcasts or I see in groups that I'm in is people saying like they're posting in groups and they say, I really want to take my boyfriend. He fill in the blank, hates Disney, doesn't like theme parks, doesn't like to be around a lot of people, doesn't want to go, thinks it's too expensive, whatever it is. And obviously some of those are varying degrees because some of those you just can't can't help like if if you're dating somebody who just like generally doesn't like to be around people it's going to be kind of a hard can I jump in
1: there or no yes please so can you give me that list right there and and we're going to just we're going to
0: well that's what the whole show is going to be about so I don't want to just like punch it
1: good oh I can't punch it good (laughs) I just wanted to give some quick answers maybe some like topics that we're going to hit okay
0: cool so like they'll say what so I'm going to pretend to be this person I really want to go with my boyfriend okay go so, like, I'm just really frustrated because I really, like, I love Disney, but, like, here's the thing. My boyfriend thinks it's, like, way too expensive.
1: Okay, done. Um, he is spending too much money on guns, car stuff, um, other stupid things. He's saving money for a home that's going to be deteriorating and lose its actual equity and value over the next 30 years. I mean... What is Disney fifteen hundred bucks you can go for a couple days have some fun with your girlfriend make some memories forever Next
0: I'm really happy to have these sound bites. I'm going to save them and just cut them and then play them back for you And
1: let, let me put this on the record. I'm not I'm not a Disney He's not uh, a Disney person, but I could we can definitely talk factually But, so really, next. but
0: really quick because we did tangent The what I want the show to be about today is I hope can be part of a series because you're obviously loving this experience and that is talking. Uh, really? <laughs> I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> no, please take it. Um, it's going to be talking to the person who wants to take not a Disney fan to Disney. And whether that is your partner or maybe a parent or a friend, I really do believe that there is something for everyone in Disney. So I can even think of all of the naysayers. You know, we have friends that are like anti-Disney to the point where it's just annoying because they've never really been but i believe that there is something for everybody there so i really hope that these episodes can be like they can play this for their boyfriend because you're a cool person i also want to say that because like sometimes we all know it you know disney fans like sometimes they can be really cool and sometimes like we can have a moment of like self-reflection and say like they love comic con that's not not cool i want to go to comic con but like there's just varying no, you don't. degrees I don't want to go to Comic Con. I want to go to, um... Wait what's it called the D23 It's called CringeCon D23 Um, But what I want to say is Arturo is very fashionable Very successful Very handsome human Who loves Holy smokes You think this of me He loves fashion He is admired and respected by many worldwide (laughs) Or at least (laughs) citywide Mr. Worldwide Worldwide. Um, Hold on this is very
1: nice We're having a moment right now actually
0: So what I want to say with that Is that I think he can give some really good takeaways for the guy, if you're like, dude, my boyfriend just loves his cars or football, why would he like to go to Disney? And I think you could give some good advice on that.
1: Yeah, let's dive right into okay. it. Okay. So. I have a private plan taken off in 10 minutes.
0: Okay. Okay. So with that being said, I have some questions, but did you want me to finish going through that list I was just doing? I think
1: the people want you to finish.
0: To finish the list. Okay.
1: Oh, wait. No, no. You're saying so that I can rebuttal it? Yeah. No, that it seems like that's what we're going to go through
0: here, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I want to go back to when we met when we were 19 and I was like, listen, I love Disney. And you're like, you're like, you're a spoiled white girl. <laughs>
1: Which is true. And I still think that.
0: Um for the record i was not spoiled my friends went on way way more trips than i did we did disney once a year but with that being said that is very privileged it was more privileged than you and more privileged than a lot of people and i never knew how lucky i was to be able to do that because you know when you're 10 like you don't know how much stuff costs sure right so i was like we have to go to disney one day and you're like kind of like i'm not having it and then one day
1: well also i was serving at red robin we were both or i was a busser there
0: yeah and i was a server at red robin we did not meet there i want to make that very clear and we
1: and i didn't make very much money right i mean i was walking home with you know 100 bucks 150 bucks a night
0: it sounds like so much money um, for everybody knows that works in the food industry. That's pretty much what you get paid. You don't really get a paycheck. Okay. Well, whatever. Was a busser, so okay. We're not going to go into that. Oh, All okay. we're saying is, is like, we aren't at the place that we are now, which I'm still not in a place where, you know, I'm absolutely rolling in the dough, but I'm just saying we were at a different spot and I really wanted to go. And then one day. I believe the first time we went, we were just driving in the car and you can never keep a secret from me. And you're like, I'm taking you to Disneyland and you just blurted it out. And I was like, what are you actually talking about? And this was a long time ago. This was before a lot of things changed with Disney, before it got bigger, before all of the hullabaloo that's been going on. Um, And you planned a trip. And we were able to stay with my best friend about an hour away from Disney, which is actually so funny to look back on that. Like, what were we thinking? Why were we staying? Remember, we stayed, we stayed with, with, with Chelsea? Chelsea. oh. And we were staying an hour away from Disneyland as if that was a good idea to get to uh, the we park. We a lot of money, though. Yeah. And there was one day we didn't even get to the park till 2 p.m. Do you remember yeah, that? Yes, I do. Um So looking back, I'm like, I wish I would have had more tips. But with that being said, you took me... And I want to know from your perspective, and I, I won't judge you or try to change your mind, but I would love to hear like what that first experience was like for you in Disneyland, if you can remember it, and maybe something that you really did not like about that trip specifically.
1: So, so generally, one thing that I enjoyed, and then another that I that didn't. That you
0: didn't, and maybe something that really surprised you.
1: Okay, so I'm going to start with the thing that I really liked. And I think you have to be really mindful. Um, Everyone's narrative is very different. So the way that this is portrayed is going to be dependent on that. So to me, I didn't grow up going to any of these things or, you know, being treated in this sort of way.
0: You've never been on a... Like you never went on a real vacation.
1: I've never even been on a roller coaster. I mean, yeah, eh, yeah, I guess I had been on a roller coaster. But but
0: you never went on a vacation. Like you didn't do like a yearly thing. You never went to like Mexico. You've never went international or any of that stuff. So this was like a big deal.
1: Right. So the obviously the driving force number one above everything is you need to go with someone that you like, right? Just like you like We don't love
0: each other. It's only been 10 years. Boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, partners just like each other. Anything, anything can happen ever. like each other <laughs>
1: and and so i will say seeing the face of the person that you really love when you walk into the park <laughs> that is that's already everything for me so
0: that's sweet so seeing you paying me back for all those compliments i just gave you yeah
1: so seeing Olivia just like so excited, jittering like she was on like high on like crack. I
0: smoked a or I smoked a line that just shows my history smoked with drugs. Line. I yeah. I snorted she a line. Snorted a uh, marijuana.
1: Kid really friendly
0: good. marijuana.
1: Wait, marijuana. Hold on, is this a is this <laughs> this is kid friendly? 18 plus, this is we
0: shouldn't have. This is kid friendly. Are you going. gonna cut that out? Probably not.
1: So, um, yeah, that was really big. Is being at a place where. I have you know you're seeing this person that you really love be so comfortable and open and transparent and they're even letting you be kind of stupid too like in ways that they don't enjoy to see you do things in public right you're
0: just a really goofy guy and you do it in grocery stores but I would much rather you do your goofy guyness in Disneyland because like Anything can happen. <laughs> anything can That's happen. That's actually such a good mantra for Disneyland. <laughs> Just like anything can happen. Like nobody cares. Like you right. can be in a full on cape and Disney merch and wearing ears and people don't even bat an eyelash. They're like, yeah, you're in Disneyland. You're five years old.
1: This is right. So that was one that was one really big thing. Um, I know it's not the answer people were looking for. And then the biggest downside is, yeah, if you don't really go in with a plan, you're going to find yourself spending a lot of money and that could put you in a bad state of mind, I think, because especially at the time, you know, it's like I had worked really hard for the money that I had and it felt like a huge gift, you know, and at the end of the day, it's not a gift. It's like you're enjoying it as well. You're there too.
0: Yeah. So okay. So just to reiterate, you really liked that it was fun to go with me, and then you go with a special person. Go with a special person, and then you. It wasn't the best that it cost a lot because especially with no, 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 no.
1: The cost is not a problem. This is this is really big. (laughs) It has nothing to do with the money, and it has everything to do with planning the way you're gonna spend money that's smart because it is worth the money guys like at the end of the day you're doing something very unique with a human being that you enjoy and you can't really put a value on that okay and i wasn't at a place where i could spend money like that so it has nothing to do with it being expensive it is expensive but the downside is you need to make sure that you create a budget and just make sure you know where the money's going what you can spend your money doing
0: which is why i wanted to have this podcast so that it's like you can always get the most of your money because i feel like even in the last few times we've gone things have gotten easier and easier and easier like not staying an hour away or like learning to take an uber because it was cheaper learning to pack a lunch like doing things because i feel like the last time we went for one day that was like such an enjoyable trip because we just like also it was
1: paid for by crypto so that's that's one bonus
0: well i'm talking about yes the one that we did in march but i'm talking about the trip we had in october oh, where it was right. just one day oh, right. and it was just so seamless i feel like oh, like
1: friends so fun
0: yeah we just like i feel like we were able to do it and and the first time we went to disney we learned a lot about each other like he learned that when i don't eat the entire day my blood sugar drops and i start crying in front of grizzly river run and then i get a corn dog and then i'm a happy girl that's what you learned about me
1: this is right and I wasn't going to bring it up
0: <laughs> no that actually was like kind of a pivotal point and I feel like that hasn't really happened since that point because mm-hmm. you like understood me right um, okay so what is something that surprised you about and I would say if you can maybe make it about Disneyland itself like was there something that surprised you and it can be good or bad
1: surprised me about Disneyland
0: because you had never really been to a theme park or Disneyland so when you explain Disneyland to somebody who's yeah, never been so, it's hard to explain
1: so again the this is this is per person, and for me, I really like development of entertainment. If people can develop good storytelling and tell it in a really interesting and new way, that's entertainment to me. And it's very difficult to entertain me. I don't like blockbusters. You know, it's yeah, like he's boring. not
0: like a Marvel movie guy, Jurassic Park guy. Disney guy, Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park is amazing. I mean, like the newer franchise situation.
1: Oh no! So Disneyland is really good at integrating storytelling into their rides, which is super fun. Yeah, and also their shows, and that was one thing that surprised me was the shows that I didn't know that they had parades and you know Fantasmic i mean is the craziest production it's so
0: cool and it's not there anymore but frozen when frozen was there it was like a freaking mini broadway play oh i
1: mean like you can just walk in as a as a whatever person just walking down the sidewalk hey you want to go see this elsa play amazing singer and this frozen play And they actually had production behind it, which was really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And mind you, this was before Galaxy's Edge. This was before Avengers Campus. Like, and obviously Disney has been incredible for, you know, the past, whatever, 70 years. But that was even before the things that were, I feel like Galaxy's Edge really changed the game for Disney. Like when we went and we saw Galaxy's Edge, I was like, this is another level of like what Disney is now doing. Um but anyway okay thank you for your thoughts Um, so if we were talking to somebody who's like hey I've been to Disney my whole life I've been asking my boyfriend to go he finally said we can make it happen but he's not excited what is something you would tell the guy
1: well the one thing I'd tell the girl is break up with him
0: <laughs> I'm being serious like maybe he's not mean but maybe he's just not stoked about it
1: yeah, you're not going to be stoked. And I still am not. You know, every time I think about going to Disneyland, that's not what I want to do. It really is not. But when I think of the people I'm going to go with, the things we're going to do. um, And
0: you do have fun.
1: I have a lot of fun because I go with people I like.
0: And you have a lot of fun on Space Mountain. There, And there I, I are just need you to acknowledge no, no, you and that's Disneyland not, is fun that's too. It's not a selling point. Okay.
1: The rides are not a selling point. You know, like, it's not worth i'm gonna say it straight up the amount of money that you can spend over the 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 couple of days that you're there is not worth going on a ride that's me straight like as straight honest as i can be it's not worth it for me if i'm sitting next to someone that i love though and hearing them scream and have fun it's worth it's invaluable
0: that's like me when I'm sitting next to you and I hearing you screaming and having fun. It's invaluable.
1: And that's and to <laughs> a guy who is dreading it. No, seriously, don't go. I mean, that's not
0: dreading it. Just like, Ugh, OK, this yeah, is going to be fine. Yeah.
1: Book up. It's uh, then uh, this is for real. Just I mean, one, don't be with a guy who would be like that, honestly, which I kind of am. But <clears throat>
0: No you're not. You've always been stoked. And like we're talking do about stoked. doing a trip and like I know despite what Arturo was saying, I know he has fun, but what I do I see have a lot of fun. what I see that he is saying is that he would never be like a solo person in Disneyland. Like that would never happen. He's never going to go to Disneyland by themselves. I would.
1: I would never. That's the
0: difference, I think. I would never. And what I want to say too for my advice is that everybody is different, you know? And I hear podcasts of male and female like husband and wives and equally obsessed and they love Disney. So I think it's like you don't really know until you're doing it. Um and my biggest advice for you if you're listening and you want to take your boyfriend or friend or whatever is to plan it thoroughly and um really know what you're doing and also also set the expectation not like this is gonna be the best trip in the whole world, but set the expectation of like, I'm gonna make this happen and I'm gonna do really well at planning this. Um, Because you also can get into a situation where like we were in, the second time we went to Disneyland, um, where we like stayed in a hotel with all these hidden fees. And then, you know, despite it was just, it just happened, but you know, like we lost our, our camera was stolen. So we lost all of our stuff. It was your birthday. And then on top of everything, it was a holiday. It was 95 degrees in December. Veterans Day. (laughs) Veterans Day. We went on what,
1: two, three rides?
0: Yeah, it was like, it was so busy. It was like 95 degrees in December, like the hottest December in 100 years in LA. And um, it was pretty miserable. So it's like, you can get into situations like that too, where if you're not really thinking and planning ahead, it can also not be fun.
1: Right. So my advice is just optimize your visit. Mm -hmm. So don't just roll the dice and go, right? actually plan that's kind of what i was saying with the money thing you're if you're dreading going as a male as a guy you need to make sure that you optimize the the potential output of what is going to happen so how much money are you going to spend have a limit because that's already going to put you in Mm -hmm. a better mood to know that you're not going to spend over a certain amount of money and if you can if you can Communicate that with your partner. Great. And they agree with that. Great. Now there's no weirdness there, right? Um,
0: And the expectation can be the same. Like we're getting one snack and we're doing one dinner. Sure. Like you can have that mentality.
1: Um, Create expectations on timing. Cool. You're not going to have to get up till this time and you're going to be back by this time because then you won't be tired. Go in dates that are less likely to be busy. Um, you know, so doing little things are going to ultimately optimize your, your visit. And then therefore at the end, you're going to have, you're going to have more fun or maybe dread it a lot less. You know, it's not super hot. You spent way more money than you thought, you know, you didn't go on as many rides as you thought. It's like, Try to f- try to accommodate as many variables as you can.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I think too learning to compromise, so for the proud Disney adult, the PDA in the room, it's like, yes, we want to rope drop everyone. We want to get there at seven am and we want to go till midnight because I believe that optimizes how much you're spending. But if your partners like, that ain't happening and it's gonna make it not fun, Learn to compromise. Say, okay, can we go at 10 a.m. and can we leave when the park closes? You know, it's like learn to do things that are going to be like trying to compromise because then if you do push your way through and you're like, here's our to do list, we got to go here, here, and here. It's like also learn to enjoy the moment with your partner. And if he wants to go get ice cream and sit on Main Street, And then maybe you miss going on another ride again. Also learn to do that as well, because I think that will make it more fun. Um, And I've also seen, too, like a lot of guys like Star Wars. So it's like think of things that maybe your partner really does like where he's like, I don't really like Disneyland, but I really love Star Wars. It's like, well, then maybe spend a little bit of extra time there. Buy him a souvenir there or whatever it is. That's good um okay well as we are wrapping up I just have one more question for you and that is um for the girl or guy but probably girl who's trying to take their partner or whatever um what is something they absolutely should not do like whether they're in the park or like they're prepping for the trip that's gonna make it kind of worse for the other person
1: yeah just don't push beyond the agreement that you made unless your partner brings it up so if if they were the ones that set boundaries don't be the one to try to break the boundary um
0: like say oh, let's go for one more day right or whatever
1: right it's like they're already pushing outside of their comfort zone and you should take advantage of that you know i know it's going to be so much easier to say well we're already down there for this many days because i know myself It's like, hey, it's like, well, we're already here for one day. Can we go for another day? It's like, well, we already shouldn't be here for one day. And going another day is going to make things so much more complicated. Just respect the agreement that you guys make. And I think you'll be surprised. I think it'll be more fun. And the fact that you're even getting the opportunity, I think, is great.
0: Yeah, that's a good point <clears throat> because I think also as a kind of a Disney person, I think it's really easy to be like, how could somebody not like Disney? Like it's the coolest thing ever without understanding that would be like you doing something maybe you don't want to do with your partner. So maybe that's like going to a three day NASCAR race, <laughs> whatever a guy would do or like Mar- uh-huh. March Madness or <clears throat> um Ooh. You know what I'm saying. It'd be like them asking, be like, no, babe, it's going to be the coolest thing ever. And you're like, no, it's not. So it's like put yourself in their shoes, too. Like maybe that you'll still maybe have fun doing something, but also don't push it too much because then they'll actually never want to go with you again, even though I do think everyone will have fun. Um, So I would like to know what is one of your favorite rides in Disneyland um, and the first ride somebody should go take their partner. Or whatever person on that doesn't really want to be there. What is the ride that's going to, like, get them in the Disney spirit?
1: I would say the Incredicoaster is the funnest ride, hands down.
0: Okay. Over Rise of the Resistance.
1: Oh, but Rise of the Resistance is the my answer to the other question, where it's like, you want to get someone right into the Disney spirit, goes straight to Rise of the Resistance. You're getting a little taste of everything. Of the whole park, right? You're getting that's true. You're getting a uh, very, um, yeah, like good storytelling, amazing uh, art direction, effects. It makes are, it
0: unbelievable, really.
1: Right? Yeah. Um, just m- s- massive scale, a massive scale with the the direction of, of the characters and um, actual things being implemented. And yeah, you get like components of everything. So but but I will say the Coaster is the It is very fun. I will go on the Coaster Back-to-back 50 mm-hmm. times until you
0: know? your vocal cords just fly out of your mouth yeah. from screaming. I don't so have any That's the thing. <laughs> um, And what is one snack that they have to have that's actually worth the money? Because I do think theme like the theme park food thing can really be in people's heads
1: i this is hard you're not gonna like my answer okay that's fine i am not impressed by by the snacks at disney none um i will say that if you are a foodie
0: anything can happen
1: (laughs) i think that if you are a foodie and you are a snacky person which i'm not generally a snacky person neither of us
0: are really snacky people
1: um yeah, go for it. Get the freaking corndog. Like, that thing is crazy. You're
0: not going to say Dole Whip, huh? Uh,
1: the Dole Whip's good. I'm not impressed by it. I'm sorry that this is a. Okay, no, kinda, that's fine.
0: This is. No, no, this is your truth.
1: It's good. The <laughs> yeah, Dole Whip's but the corndog. It's not impressive. The corndog, again, it's like good, but I'm not impressed.
0: But what about the Ronto wrap? Okay, Ronto wrap. Okay, we found it, guys. We found it, folks. We're back.
1: So, Ronto wrap. It's really good. It's, it's it's really good for amusement park food. No, listen, no, for no, food. let me finish. No, 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 absolutely not. Are
0: you serious? I
1: will say for amusement park <laughs> food, it's definitely a ten out of ten. It it gets okay in real job. life food. In real life food, give me something to put it up against.
0: No, like you said, ten out of ten.
1: It's better than anything you would get at Chipotle.
0: I'd say it's like a seven.
1: In real life. Like if you were to compare it
0: to things like if I went to a restaurant and ordered that, I would be very happy with that. If if, I went to a restaurant and ordered a corn dog, I'd be like, okay. I
1: agree with that statement.
0: Okay, Um, so one thing I always like to ask my guests as we end the show is tell me a situation where you found magic in regards to Disney. It doesn't have to be at the park, but just with Disney in general.
1: So there's this commercial and I've never been a fan of Disney's marketing yeah it's it's, it's actually not that good to be honest and it's not cringy it's just not good no it's cringy oh, okay and it's a donald duck commercial
0: oh guys
1: and it's or it's actually it's an ugly duckling. go
0: to the f- show notes below i'll link it
1: and it's genius and i'm so surprised that they don't do more marketing like that it's it'll so good.
0: it'll get your tear ducks glistening
1: uh, and it was just really inspiring to make content that just has really good storytelling with no words It's very good. The last 10 seconds are cringe, but the rest of it are good
0: Well, they have to have the shot of a kid hugging Mickey Mouse in front of the castle. That's right <laughs> um, Well, thank you for breaking the news to everybody that you are taking me to Disneyland for my 30th birthday in a couple months It's so uh-huh. sweet of you um, But no seriously, thank you for being on the show. I hope that um, you can come back and and um, this was fun. <laughs> 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 we haven't seen Fantasmic <laughs> since it came back in, in Disneyland. So hopefully that can be next time. Oh, that will be so good. Okay. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found a little bit of magic and a lot of helpful tips. Um, Like I said before, uh, Arturo may not be the biggest Disney fan, but he has a lot of fun. And I truly believe that every single person can have fun in Disneyland if you do it the right way. I think it takes a lot of prepping and thinking about it. And like Arturo said, he made such a good point about just sticking to your agreement with the person that you're going with. And I think that is very important for people like us who get very excited about Disney. So I hope there was some helpful takeaways for you. Um, If you have any thoughts about this episode, please, please, please find me on Instagram at the proud Disney adult podcast. And you can also find me on TikTok at the proud Disney adult. Um, Tag me if you are going to Disney or if you're planning a future trip. Let me know if these episodes helped you in any way or maybe you're away in the future and hello future um, and you're listening to this episode now still tag me or DM me and let me know your thoughts. I love to hear people's thoughts about Disneyland or tips or anything like that. So make sure to do that and I will absolutely respond to you. Um, And I think that is everything. So as always, remember to be a kid, find some magic and never stop working hard. I will see you guys next Wednesday.